Welcome to Talks with AQ. We are back at it again with a another special guest. Please introduce yourself. My name is Caden. Um, just chilling out, hanging out. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Just all right. Yeah. And what do you do, Caden? Well, I'm actually at Piedmont College, mass comm major, second year there. Um, just chilling out, going to the program there, trying to get started and get my degree, okay. get going with life. All right. What made you interested in MassCom, if you mind me asking? Well, so I was, I never knew exactly what I wanted to do um, growing up. I, I always loved technology. That was my thing. So I got to high school. They had a similar program, except on high school level. Um, and I had my teacher, by the time I got 11th to 12th grade, a new teacher came in. She graduated from math, uh, Piedmont MassCom department as well. Um, I found out she actually started the program back in my high school. So she graduated my high school after starting the program, went to Piedmont, graduated from Piedmont, and came back to teach the program. Wow. And it really took, like, she, they were having to turn people away. It got so popular when she came back and built it back up. Um, and she led me to Piedmont and got me more interested, and I've been going to Piedmont ever since. Oh, snap. Okay. So what have you got involved in, in, in college? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, from basically the beginning, I was on the newspaper team, the roar, um, okay. kind of, you know, working with them, doing some different things. Um, last year I had to write some things about accessibility with wheelchairs on campus. That was my thing. Disability advocacy on campus. Um, and this year, actually, got in, um, into building the video section of the roar back. So that's been all summer and um, beginning of school. You're getting people recruited and ideas and filming and time. So that was good for that. Um, and doing more advocating us here i'm um, getting some things done so all right that's amazing that is really inspirational so when it comes to uh disability advocacy how have you you know dealt with dealt with it in college and how has the college you know r responded so um people at piedmont um administration anybody there um they are not afraid to say they were behind on accessibility on campus and they admitted that which is fine that's great i mean it's a small town i don't expect them to be you know right way up there right so um just worked with disability um before i got there my freshman year that summer they installed you know buttons to open doors they got a shuttle bus that's handicapped accessible um and since then we've gotten a ramp or two installed on sidewalks uh, actually spoke with somebody from city hall yesterday to get another sidewalk put in and Piedmont's responded very well. They're very helpful. And their thing was they knew they were behind, but they needed a student to help them get what was needed. Um, so when I came in there, it was kind of 
we need this, this, and this. <laughs> right. So that's really man. good. So just to lead on next to that, how has school and Corona been? It was an interesting choice to come back um, with my health issues and being immunocompromised. It was a big decision to make the leap, come back to campus. Um, that was one thing I did struggle with, getting help um, to see you know, if they would work with me to come back. It wasn't as easy as I'd hoped. And, but we worked it out and I felt with the guidelines they put in place, I felt comfortable enough to come back to campus. And so far it's been good. Very different. I'm used to, you know, like certain people on campus, you're really close to giving them a hug or a right. half five, even professors giving them a hug, whatever. Yeah. That ain't happening. Nope. <laughs> um, working with equipment. Um, I'm in charge of the equipment closet this year. So getting Oh, that, snap. Uh, you got my job. <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure that out. That's been interesting. Yeah, that one's an interesting one. Trying to be cautious, but efficient at the same time. Yeah. Oh, Very man. Cool. With a whole new program of that. We rebuilt a whole new program, and then COVID happened. And we're like, oh, well, wow. what? the renting system. Yeah. What? Renting. Yes. Check in, check out. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting way it's being handled right now. But we're making it work. Wow. That is so wild. You said you were the equipment manager. Wow. Yeah. If you guys, got... <laughs> if you guys didn't know, I, I did that. Like, I was GA for mass communications, and I was doing all that good stuff. He did better than I am so far, it seems. Um, yeah, I got put as lead video editor, you know, in charge of video. And as soon as I got the position officially, I was told, I was like, okay, also, you got equipment manager. Congratulations. I was like, thank you. I, I bet you can imagine who said that to certain people. It's like, here you go. Have fun. <laughs> have fun. Yes, have fun. Good luck. <laughs> yes. It's while, you know, you're having a good time with that. I remember you were you posted some tweets and you're like, guys, I may not be able to come back. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh no. But it's great that you are back and you are able to do what you can do and yes. there's nothing that's stopping you. So that's fair. As of now I'm back. I've you know thought about it, prayed about it, did what I could, and here we are back on campus exactly. two weeks in. Okay. Finish our second week going strong. So going strong. Well, what inspires you to keep pushing? Well, I'm not going to lie. First, it was a scared job to be out there. Um, but also, I feel in the world, many people look at people with disabilities and be like, oh, they don't, you know, this sounds awful. Don't amount to much or they can get away with not going back, doing whatever. So I feel like I need to be that person to go against the grain and avoid the, you know, stereotypical, they can't do this. And know that with my, even though I have health concerns, I feel safe with the guidelines and I've made that decision and uh, um, don't be afraid of what's out in the world per se. Be cautious and work with it, but don't be so afraid where you're going to stay at home because I did stay at home for 67 days before I did make the little leap to wow. just go, you know, go into the drive through And obviously we were safe. We kind of built a game plan with my family. What, do we do like guideline wise what do we do if we come in contact with somebody that has it like what are these things we're going to do and after we planned it and thought about it then we slowly started going back and piedmont is the only place to go in public besides drive-throughs every now and then i'll go out to eat if it's with my family and they're being safe right but most time it's piedmont drive and drive-throughs that's it so okay okay so you're doing a great job oh yeah 
All right. <laughs> I feel that. Same here. Same here. So being involved in mass education, you're exposed to a lot of the multimedia things. Is there any like specific field in that that interests you like, moving forward? Well, I was exposed by um, to journalism by Joe. He kind of made me join the um, uh, newspaper team and I was okay with it. I've gained more interest in writing. I've gotten better. And, uh, but video has always been my thing. Maybe not on camera, but behind the camera, editing has always been my thing was editing, um, even in high school. So that's why I did it for Piedmont now. And that's why I'm in charge of it now. But I feel I'm doing tutoring for it in a couple of weeks. So I feel like that's going to be my thing I go for. But I like having everything under the belt, whether it be radio, TV, newspaper, debate, whatever is there. I like having a little bit of everything. That's what I like about our mascot apartment is I can start here and switch over a week later if I wanted to. So That's true. That department is has so much variety. Oh, yes. And you can be a jack of all trades. Yes. That's really good. <laughs> Uh, being being that you were a part of the roar, do you have like any like favorite things you wrote about? Um, I'm always entertainment was the thing that is good to write about because that can be a variety of things in the world on campus in Georgia. Anything can be a very wide variety, but I did stick with disability um accessibility more because there's obviously not many people at Piedmont that can write about that. And they can write about it, but to experience it firsthand, um, I think there's me and one other student in a wheelchair, maybe. And there's plenty of other disabilities, like visible and non-visible, obviously. But having someone who is okay to speak out about it, because a lot of times you're put in this corner where you don't want to speak, and you're told not to speak about it because it's not. There's more important things in the world, suppose, like you've been told. So it took years just talk about it and I, and I was like came out of my shell in high school essentially so having someone that will talk about it and does talk about it it's always good to have writing can always go back to it and say well this has changed this hasn't changed and like once I get started I just go for it like there's no stopping once I start <laughs> all right that's respectable I respect that I know with a lot of things once you like have your mindset on doing something and you do it a lot of good things will come out of that like a good reward and not even just like a reward but more of like you feel like you're giving an impact so oh, yeah, and i've already i've already seen it honestly on campus just the difference that it has made for some people um, just seeing like, like i said the other student in a wheelchair or seeing just other that i know they have a disability because i spoke with them seeing them build it like say open the doors or get in and out or get this assistance needed on their own, be more independent. Cause that's like everyone, like disability or not, everyone's goal is to be independent. And it's harder for some people than others, obviously. So with those, the technology and the assistance, without having to have the assistance of another human being, you get that independence that you want. So, so how did you like really develop your independence and you felt like more confident in yourself? Well, I do still struggle with like being confident. Um, I feel like a lot of people do, but just the, the, I mean, I still have help from my family, of course, especially I still live at home. Um, I'm not on campus. That's too much. That would be too much for me just with my specific disability. Um, So I do uh, live at home and 
my house is built to be a custom home. My dad's a contractor, so mm-hmm. he built it around the thought of a wheelchair and the disability. So that's definitely helped with independence a lot. Um, Campus-wise, just those little things, like not having to have my aide there 24-7, but mm-hmm. can drop me off, get my things, and leave. And I do depend on other students but at some, but I don't have to have an aide because it's very awkward with like friendships and relationships, having that person by your side all right. the time. So that, <laughs> right. That's an issue. Right. <laughs> so it helps not to have that, but technology just period has helped independence a lot. Like I use my Amazon echo daily for my lights, my power, like power plugs, plugins, like use my computer, my phone. Like it, the, the technology has created a whole different realm of possibility with disabilities and not it's crazy that is wild it's just you know a little expensive but you get there <laughs> <laughs> right you get there you know once you got it you know you sustain and you use yeah. it what you have that's really cool that's inspiring dude i'm glad you're able to keep going oh yeah it took a yeah. while but i'm here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember when when Kaden first came through to college like they were making the changes so that it could be working for him accessibility wise like i remember there was a special table and things, of those mm-hmm. things and i had to help you out and it's it's great to see how you've grown from just first when you first got to piedmont to even now like i can see a change it's good you know oh, yeah. Definitely. Those tables talking about there's one here and there. They're everywhere now. Like you go into a <laughs> random room I'm not in, bam, table. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> That's great. Definitely. Do you have any goals for this semester? Um, well, to get this whole equipment thing figured out and get, you know, video one and video two or any students on a like on a with a program that's something that's gonna stick, hopefully. And that just that I have to say I'm in charge of the you know meetings for the video, so my goal is to get things filmed and on a regular basis and get good things produced for the the Roar YouTube channel and things like that and just TikTok and all that now that me and Hadley go together. So yeah, wow. yeah. There's a so, TikTok for the Roar. There is me and Hadley wow. both kind of work with that. She, she does more because she's social media, but we both kind of tackle that. Yeah, and that's funny. We interviewed Hadley yesterday. And it was a good show. Oh, yeah. I can't so, wait to hear that one. That one's yeah, going to be good. That one. Yes, that, that yes. will be. And this one will be, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but goal-wise, I just hope that we're on campus all semester or till you know, Thanksgiving when we leave. Because you see one, two weeks in all these colleges. Yet, I mean, granted, they're bigger colleges. But all these colleges are already going back to virtual. And, yeah. Um, yeah, because people Piedmont. can't social the distance. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different story I can tell you off <laughs> off this uh, podcast. <laughs> right. Off the podcast. Top yes. secret. Confidential. We ain't doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So here's another question. How many like masks do you have? I know like masks are like a very yeah. rampant thing now and they can also be a good fashion statement. So what's your favorite mask to wear? Well, I've actually been talking about this for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting more. I just got to find a good website to order more. Um, so I'm always looking to get new ones. It's like a new like shoes or shirt thing. So I was obsessed with shirts. Oh. So it's just like masks now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I have Piedmont supplied two for every faculty, staff, and student. So wow. Um, I have those, and then I have one. It's I support a small business in my hometown. Um, it's actually a nail salon. Obviously, they weren't doing nails, so 
um, the people in there were creating masks, homemade masks, and so bought a couple of them, and they have some from Walmart, you know, the general mask, but I like the Piedmont ones, but I need to get some more stylish ones, because I don't have, I have a black one, a white one, and a navy one. Oh, they're all wow. Solid. Yeah. I need to get some That's more great. better ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get some more to the collection. Yes. <laughs> Here at Talks AQ, we drop some merch, some masks too, so if you ever Ooh. have a chance, check that out. Mm, yeah. We got a back to school discount code, so free shipping. Yeah, I had to go buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it has that design in the back, and it's just the mask that covers your full face. I'm yeah. advertising. It's marketing, guys. <laughs> Shameless plug. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check us out on Teespring. You guys can buy your mask anywhere to all the listeners out there to get your mask collection set up. Because I know masks are a big collection now; they're rampant now. Because you know, since we got a pandemic going on, everybody want to wear a mask. Back in the day, they weren't as <laughs> of a thing. Like, you probably would see people wearing masks more in, like, other countries, like, mm-hmm. when they are sick. But now that the pandemic is rampant, everybody's like, all right, we're all wearing masks now. This is Mask City. Wear a mask when you go anywhere. And please. Yeah, I, was, I was talking to my cousin. I was like, I want more masks. And we're all we're talking about she's making some homemade ones so, and really nice ones. So we're, like, doing all that. And I was like, but I have a question. <laughs> When and if this world ever gets back normal, we're going to have like a stack of 100 net mask on our desk ready to go and we're not going to be able to have, use them anymore. I was like, then you're going to start seeing people in the next few years wearing them during flu season, I feel like, or anytime they're sick, hopefully they'll decide that this has changed their mind, they'll wear them. They're going to be paranoid. Oh, we got yeah. a, we got another virus. Oh, no, 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 no. Chill out, chill yeah. out. No, nah, we're putting the mask on. No. Nope. Yeah, I was wondering like, I feel like there's a recycling center that's going to get made, like, bank on recycle your used mask. Right, recycle your used mask. We'll take yes. <laughs> What? You're going to see somebody popping up and bissing up every time they're like, oh, their flu season's coming. What? Yeah, buy your mask. Yeah, so we're going to see for advertisements for the next, like, 10 years now, <laughs> this mask. <laughs> I was like, I was starting to have a feeling like we're in an apocalypse for a second when it, like, first happened because I was like, dang. Oh yeah, Lord, and that, yeah, that's how I feel. And I'm not um, gonna lie, I wasn't as probably serious as I should have been. Well, I feel like a lot of people like that is like, I mean, I got a mask or two because we're told to, but I want, of course, live in a small town. So it's like, you know, you know about like, do I need this mask just for our small town? Then a couple months in, I didn't really go anywhere anyway because I was being extra careful. But my family wasn't really wearing masks. I was like, okay, guys. And I was like, even like aggravating my parents, we've got to start wearing these masks because they're not the type, well, my dad's not the type that really wants to. Yeah. And my mom won't either. Nobody is, but I was like, we've got <laughs> to start wearing these masks. <laughs> it is time. It's time, yeah. <laughs> we can't yeah. play around. No. <laughs> I was like, I started getting real when like people like I knew like started getting it. They were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I got the Rona. I was like, because when you hear someone you know has it, then it makes it like it's different. More- validation to it it is yeah before, and, it's more like it's a mystery yeah it's it, it it was an odd feeling when i get a call like from family or from family like hey yeah i just want to know i know i haven't been around you so you're in the clear but i do have you know coronavirus i was like oh that's a different feeling besides when somebody famous or a friend gets it that's right <laughs> what i have yeah. the rona stay away okay yeah at least they let us know <laughs> right respectful you know don't just hide it as a secret and yeah, then you no. find out later yeah i had the road and what <laughs> thanks for telling me two weeks later <laughs> thanks thank yeah. you I, 
I guess that's what we're going to do. All right. How important is writing correctly to you? Is what? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Writing correctly. Oh, well, you know, it does bug me when I see things, but like <laughs> through text message, no. I mean, I, I'm going to try, but, you know, usually no. Uh, I'll let that slide because <laughs> I'm bad about it too. So, <laughs> But at least you're but getting like, better, right? Huh? I said at least you're getting better, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a lot better. And like if I'm seeing something like somebody's written for, you know, on social media, that bugs me a little bit more. And some has actually been like they took time on, oh, that bugs me real bad. If they took time on it and they still mess it up, it bugs me like – at Piedmont, they'll put out, you know, flyers for this and that all the time. Now, that's the first thing I pointed out. Somebody put a flyer for an event going on, and they put you instead of yours. So, it's just a mistype, but still, that bugged me. Bugged me. Oh, yeah. That's a pet <laughs> but abbreviations I use all the time. Oh, yeah, of course. Abbreviations yeah. make things quicker. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, you're on the go. Like, ah, let me send yeah. this real quick. And my dad hates uh, it. He's like... <laughs> Are you getting so lazy? Can you type it out? I was like, oh, no, I'm not lazy. But if you find something, why, take, why not do the simple route of just, you know, abbreviating? People do all that. See how much time I saved? You know, yeah. I can save that much of a millisecond, you know, send you yeah. this. You know, abbreviating so you, and acronyms are not that bad. Would have saved my life, you know? <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's like, wow. Oh, man. So yesterday we were talking to Hadley about, like, a variety of things similar. And I had asked her, you know, what does being a journalist mean to her? But I guess I should ask you like a different one. What does it mean to be, I guess you talked more about you like editing and video. What does it mean to be like an editor and video person to you? Well, I mean, especially during coronavirus, everybody's looking towards YouTube videos, TV, uh, maybe not so much movies, but, you know, those the entertainment's what everybody wants, especially being at home, and all of it's online. Uh, most of it is YouTube, so that's a thing that I feel like's gained even more popularity than I already did. Um, and so, I, I love putting out content. Um, I'm actually starting a new idea in my mind. I'm getting planned out um, just for my own personal thing to you know put out there because I feel like um, as an editor you have this chance to like build upon story out of it and everyone out there that they can um you know either relate to it or um it can just mean something to them and can change their day for the better and i feel that's what i try to do every time i do a video is one make it entertaining two give the opportunity to make a difference in their day or life and three nothing negative i don't do negative things anything i do i'm not gonna nothing negative not in I, don't this care, house. I don't care what it's about but you know nothing negative <laughs> right not in this house no. you don't do negative never never that's interesting to say because like during this pandemic all i've been doing is like youtube videos i just got started with doing a podcast because i had 100 subscribers because that was the goal and i'm like i'm still pushing forward to creating content like every week because oh, yeah. it's one of the things being consistent and i'm not really doing it you know to gain the fame of subscribers i'm kind of doing you know make that impact and make a make someone's day better you know inspiring them or you know giving them some insight like on how i feel about something oh, yeah and like i mean a lot of people chase the subscribers or the con or the advertising or whatever i don't 
I mean, that's nice. Obviously, don't get me yeah, wrong. That's obviously. always a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> but that's not the reason I started anything. And so you're being much more consistent than I am. I've, I've I'm still trying to get the consistency down with, right. you know, putting out content. But then you know, college hit back up, and I was working oh, on things yeah. all summer. Had surgeries in summer, so right. like it was hard to keep that one motivation, especially during like a, you know, pandemic. Which motivation right. is obviously important. Yeah. And um, consistency was my thing for sure. And I'm still working on it. I, I'm determined though. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. I hold you up to that. You know, <laughs> consistency. But it's harder when you're in college. You got all the college stuff to do first. Yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. we got to do the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, like, but luckily, what um, I'm obviously mass com relates to you know YouTube and other things. Oh yeah, true. So it's all intertwined. So it, it's it's a little more easier i feel like to get the content done because you're already doing it for something else but at the yeah. same time you don't want to burn out from doing it for college and coming home and doing it for yourself and then you know <laughs> yeah they're looking at the ceiling like yeah oh, what did i do yeah so, but <laughs> interesting enough since you know quarantine and starting college i've noticed my like looking at the screens all the time i'm actually ordering the blue light filter glasses just oh, because snap. just because i'm looking at the screen so much i'm actually going to order some because I can tell when I strain my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought I had to do that or a separate <laughs> pair of glasses besides prescription. But yeah. It's like I need glasses now because all I'm doing is looking at this computer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I that. it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna be real. I got like six, seven pairs of glasses because I always go get my eyes checked and I'd be like, oh, if your eyes haven't changed, free glasses. I, I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. Let me get another frame. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I need. All my doctor appointments got canceled this summer. That's when I always do my stuff. During the summer, everything got canceled between COVID and surgery. Oh. So I haven't been to anything. I got to get back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. How did surgery go? Surgery went well? It went really good. Um, I had one little, not scare, but extra thing they weren't expecting. So I had to stay a couple days later. Okay. Um, but overall, it was an interesting experience being there during these times. But it went really good. They're for the most part all nice and worked well so yeah bless up i'm glad it went well for you yes. you know you're still thriving right now oh yeah i, got Man, another... I feel i like feel totally different like it's completely new feeling of not having to deal with kidney stones and kidney issues oh yeah that's good you got that glow i see <laughs> <laughs> how important is public speaking to you that's something i'm trying to get better about <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, never in my like life where I think I'm going to be doing even a podcast, oh, podcast wasn't a thing, but still doing <laughs> anything for the public that wasn't, you know, family, and even in front of family, that was, used to be a no-go. Like, oh, I wow. could never get in front of people. <laughs> and a lot of that was like between body image and wheelchair, and I was you know, feel like I was being judged for disability, but that was one thing I had to get over. I had to do it in steps. Had to get over disability, like had to accept that. I have this, now let's make something good out of it. Then I had to step through, nobody cared. I mean, they care about you, but nobody cares enough about you to judge you. Not really. I mean, like they're more interested in what you're saying and what you're doing and the difference you're making than how you look or how you sound. Cause I hate my voice. So the, how you look or how you sound, or even how you act that's not in the spotlight is what you're talking about is so that's my next hand get ever i'm still in public speaking in college help but i'm still trying to get that little push to keep going 
to get in front. I, I can do a video. I can do that now. It's the getting in front of a bunch of people to talk is my still my thing that I got to get over. Right. Yeah. That's definitely something that can be intimidating at times. You, know, you step up, everybody's just looking at you. And yes. you're just like, um, <laughs> welcome to my presentation. Uh, yeah, so I don't know talk. how I can do. <laughs> <laughs> this is my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, what really helped is like doing acting and being like singing help for me because, you know, fine arts and all that. You are involved musically. You have to sing in front of people. You have to yeah. act in front of people. So when I'm on that camera or from in front of people, I just know like I'm going to just be me. But I know like well, I'm going to pick my spots. Even when I did presentations, pick my spots. Oh, let me mm -hmm. make this. Let me say this right here. And maybe y'all will laugh. If not, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how I was. And like I'm still trying to, I'm like, I've always been behind the camera of anything I've ever done for the most part. Right. Um, so being on camera, um, where I'm talking to essentially the internet, but I have no one looking or talking at me back. That's something I'm starting to get used to. Um, that's why any videos I've done seem boring is because I got to learn to, like, you know, make it like enunciate and project my voice and make it more interesting because I don't have that conversation back at me. I have to you right. know, roll like I'm talking to someone, but nobody's there. I just have a camera facing me. Right. With white lights everywhere <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> yes. Lights, yeah. camera, action. Bang. Yeah, because I, in my basement, actually, my all three of my brothers have moved out. So I'm my, I have an extra room down there. So I have a desk and, like, I have um, a, a nice camera ball. And then I bought lights and tripods. So I have a full studio set down there. But, wow. Yeah, I went for it. Hey. I went all, all in. Went all out. <laughs> yeah, went all in for it. I just gotta learn, you know, being on camera, adjust to that because it does take some getting used to. Oh yeah, it does. I had to like teach my grandma because I I make her manage her channel and stuff. And whenever we film, like wherever her topics are, I always like go over it. I'm like, you gotta have this type of energy when you talk, and you gotta talk to the camera. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't can't talk like a robot. You gotta have some energy like as a person. Yeah, <laughs> and my thing is I. I don't stutter, but I lose my train of thought too easy when it comes to doing a whole video. So I've actually usually have my computer in front of me or print out a piece of paper on the tripod, something I can look and get these points. Right. And thank God I don't do anything alive as of right now because right. I can edit that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Editing saves the day though. Yes, Definitely. for sure. Definitely. Especially like if you repeat something or you hit that uh or uh it. You yep. take that out. All right, we sound like we talk regular now. It's okay. <laughs> yes, for sure. What's been fun about the podcast though, when it comes to editing, because I've I've been editing this podcast, I helped edit someone else's podcast. Is like sometimes I keep them in there, like for the authenticity factor, because you know you want to keep things real and in real time, oh, yeah. so that people can be like, oh, this is who this person is. Oh, I like their quirkiness. I like who they yeah. are. Like wow. And even even with video, um, I can. I mean, I haven't done it because I don't have a lot of videos out right now, but when I look at other YouTubers, I do see them lead their little quirks then as well. Yeah. And it makes it funny and interesting. Yeah. Like, cause I, I do, I would relate to that more than right. just a bunch of jump cuts in it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like more like realistic, like they can relate to it. It's like, Oh mm -hmm. wow. This person makes mistakes too in their video. Okay. Let me yeah. watch them real quick. Cause not everybody's perfect. No, we should but that way. What you gotta remember as an editor, when you're editing your own stuff is you don't, you want yourself to be perfect 
But when, if you do it too much, it's going to be awkward. That's what you got to get the balance. <laughs> That's a quote right, right there. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, for sure have to get that balance in there. Definitely. Yeah. As an editor, it's not about perfection, but it is though. But if you make it too much, it's awkward. awkward. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Has there ever like been any videos that you edited that, you know, you had a tough time with that you like you failed at, but then you ended up rising to success? So actually, um well, I had two stories on that one. One was in high school. This is going to sound awful, but there was a, like a, a, a veteran that came in and was talking to a class. I was not, one, I was not there to record it. And I was, um, so since I was in the advanced class, I had to edit it, but some like video one or two kid um, filmed it. So it was very, not very stable, I would say. And it was, you could tell it was a, a, like a newbie doing it, but that's fine. But then, like, people were sitting in front of the camera, and as a cameraman, you got to be able to say, hey, don't stay here. But, like, people were sitting in front of it, so you had to, you have all these weird spots where the guy was still talking, but the video was just somebody's back. And it was really weird. So then you had to, like, I was told to search the internet for pictures of what he's talking about, put it over it. And it was a very, very, very long presentation. I didn't have any of the guy's um, information or his PowerPoint or anything. He was like 90 something years old. He had a mic on him, but he didn't know what any of it was. Um, and so he was, he was stuttering, of course. And I don't think he, I think he forgot he was being recorded, which is fine, which is a good thing. But it was so hard to edit and piece together. And it was one of the most boring things I've ever done, which sounds awful because it was really interesting information. If I was watching it or there in person, it would have been fine. But as editing it and going back and forth and back and forth, super boring. And I don't oh, even know wow. that I'll finish it. I think the teacher said, yeah, it's too boring. Don't finish it. Uh, <laughs> How bad it was. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is wild. It was interesting. And it was, it, like I said, good information. I, I like, like, you know, war stories and things like that. But when you can't see his presentation himself, and there's so much stuff going on in camera in the scene it was too much to do it was a lot <laughs> definitely not to mention all the pictures were off google which probably wasn't the most you know best thing to do <laughs> but it was for personal use only for the teacher so it's fine. right right <laughs> so avoid them copyrights yeah. Yeah. yeah um and the only other thing that like that had been um actually in video one at piedmont um it's something I hadn't done before. I've been editing for uh, three-ish years, and then I got Piedmont, so that's about my fourth year. But I never had to um, put sound to video, like music to video. Mm -hmm. And so it had to be, of course, the right tempo and the right, like, make it match. Like, when the beat drops, this happened, you know, whatever. Right. And so, so basically pacing the music. I never really had to do that before because I wasn't doing music videos or anything. So it wasn't that it was hard or bad. It was just a learning curve. And I was using somebody else's footage because it was during, after we got out of school for quarantine or COVID. So we're using our phones. And so I was actually using somebody else's footage. And the footage was great. It worked great. But I wasn't there. So I didn't know his idea. So I kind of made my own. Uh, but I had to, it was a learning curve because I was learning it without being in class. So Oh. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. 
but it like turned your out good. first experience with music videos yeah it turned out good though that's great <laughs> what so what song it was no it was just something that was uh copyright free actually that i could actually use legally so <laughs> it was just anything we could do and it was like a you know 30 second video so it was like a i think it ended up being um the kid the student i used it was his sister exercising just doing some exercising stuff outside like running and so there was her like popping her knuckles and putting her hair up and tying her shoes so and then running so she paced that out with some up beat video or music so it turned out okay so and that's really yeah really cool it's not like you made it through wasn't too much of a struggle oh yeah no it was good it wasn't bad it was just learning curve something you had to learn so you know so where are you at now you video too um i'm not in the class but uh technically i would be yes oh Um, okay i'm actually taking media management with her um oh okay yeah, getting some, also getting some genetic classes in. I decided not to do video too, since I'm doing, getting started with the actual video group, where I'm calling the Roar production team, getting them started. I do not want to do video too at the same time. Yeah, that's smart. We, yeah, we have some plans of some videos we're going to do, so that was going to be too much to edit, because I'm one of the, I'm the, one of the, if not the editor for all the videos that's going to come through. Dang, Hopefully, you got a lot on your plate. Hopefully, a couple other ones know how to enough to put out something. So, <laughs> yes. so basically, like anything that's coming video footage from the Roar, that's you, the editor, you editing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm gonna be on the lookout yeah. for it. I'm gonna be <laughs> on the lookout. I'm definitely yes. gonna be like your number one fan on that. But I, right, you better edit. <laughs> yeah, access or password information to YouTube for the Roar. So we're back up with that. We're getting that back going. Oh, so, right. Yeah, got the Hadley's doing TikTok, or both of us kind of tackling ideas, but she's doing it for the most part. Oh, we yeah, TikTok. Okay. We to see- that. We, it has all the executives and editors on there. We did a, like a little video introducing everyone. Oh, hold up. I might need to follow right now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think it's just Piedmont Roar, like most other things on there. Yeah. Piedmont Roar. I'm going to need to, need to follow that real quick. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we had our first or second roller meeting, and so we did um a little video introducing all the executives and um editors for this semester at least. Okay, I remember seeing that. That was a TikTok. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's that was good. And that one was all Hadley. That was all her. <laughs> okay, Hadley. All right. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork make the dream work. Yeah. So how has it been working with a team? Have you always been good with teams all your life or? I would think so. I mean, I used to be awkward. So that was a, you know, a little bit different, but I would like to think of myself as less awkward now. So, <laughs> um, so I think I work well, with pretty much anybody, as long as they're, you know, you know, nice back and respectful back. We can usually vibe pretty well. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think especially with the roar, we've always all got along for the most part so definitely yeah definitely. we're all pretty tight there so and even the new people that came in so yeah new people yeah a couple of new people came in so it's been so how good. does it feel not to be like the new people anymore it feels good <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, i know yeah. that we got picked on but you're definitely you know at oh, the bottom yeah. and you know there was jokes not in a bad way funny jokes now you get 
you can partake in that against other people. <laughs> oh yeah, you you are not part of the funny jokes anymore. You yeah. are bringing the funny jokes now. Yeah. All right, I see that. I can see that too. I remember <laughs> when I was a freshman, first coming in, everybody like, oh, new people. And then when I wasn't a freshman no more, I was like, uh huh. Let's do it. Yeah, you're part of it now. Yeah, uh-huh. that's funny. And you also, you know, get with the program and know the ins and outs and what's good about or what is needed in the mass con department, especially newspaper, you got to build those connections with people around campus. I've made a few of those connections now. So now I'm all in there. <laughs> oh man. You got your resume. You got connections. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to see how that goes for you. That's I'm definitely. Excited. Gonna... Yeah. Very. That is exciting though. I think in college, the best thing about it is you create your connections early with people. And then as you go along within your career, you know, you can always, fall back on those and create make and create great three great things oh, yeah and it's weird that i'm already my second year in it doesn't feel like it i mean last year got cut a little short but it's still online and now we're already two weeks in the second year and it's flown by um it's crazy yeah so how did it feel like when it got like cut short like that because i remember like looking at it in real time because i had just graduated in december and just coming back home and like seeing that all happen and unfold, everybody just go from being in school to, uh-oh, we're going home early. Like, how did yeah. that switch? I mean, it was definitely a little saddening. It was my freshman year, you know, the end of it. There was some exciting events. Um, I mean, there's always those graduation, which didn't have nothing to do with me personally, but I felt bad for the seniors and anybody doing sports. Um, I mean, that's definitely hard on everybody. And I felt like as a freshman, it was a little odd. And then I knew that, I was a main leader for the next year, for this year. And so I knew that was going to be happening. We're already planning on doing that all online. So that was an interesting perspective of getting students in orientation and doing everything through Zoom and online and Canvas. And between that and just going for spring. So actually it was interesting. Um, the week before spring break, there was no talk about it. Not really. It was kind of unexpected you now. Um, I was actually sick with strep throat. So mm-hmm. I'd only been in school one or two days that week, like Monday and Tuesday, maybe. And then I left because on Wednesday, I started not feeling good. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I wasn't there. And then spring break happened. And then that Thursday, Friday, spring break, they're like, yeah, you're not coming back. And I'm like, oh. And we got an extra. So I didn't go back. I was out a week or two before it actually was supposed to be out. And then, you know, we got an extended spring break so they could plan. So it was a very interesting thing. And it was hard on everybody for different reasons. You know, faculty, it was hard on them for having to plan that and get everything planned. Um, I'm not sure how the cafe handled their stuff being in this situation. I know it was hard on them. Students, athletes, they, obviously their seasons got cut short or their practices. And theater and mass comm, we all had our plans. Um, There was the disaster drill day thing that was supposed to happen um and theater had another performance i believe maybe uh and mascom had our things planned and every department i feel like had fun things planned or you know nursing was obviously going to help with the disaster we had yearbook that was going to be a huge oh yeah the hundredth anniversary yeah it was going to be a huge event this year Uh. this last year like it was just hearing things like i don't know how much everybody knew but it was gonna be a big thing this year so it definitely hit people in different ways um even parents and like of college students because your child 
you know, whether it be a senior or freshman or whatever, their college getting cut short on this very inconvenient way of Zoom, and they move back home unexpectedly. That's interesting on a parent. So it hit everybody for sure. Yeah. Very interesting. Yes. I could say like this whole like year has been like a roller coaster, but Mm -hmm. I could say hopefully in our next year, we can recover, bounce back even harder, and we can come back to somewhat of our norm. Oh, yeah. And I mean, colleges and especially Piedmont with the guidelines are trying their hardest to get the back to semi-normal. I mean, there's still obviously guidelines and things in place, but, and they're fairly strict, like masks are required, but at least we're back on campus. We made it two weeks in and we're still there. Right. So, yeah, at least you're back there. (laughs) At least you're back to being able to go in sometimes face to face Mm -hmm. and sometimes through Zoom. And that's pretty good. I have to say the way people handled that part aspect of it, um, of Zoom, whether it be Zoom or in person, was very interesting and confusing at first. But once you got more information, I actually prefer it this way than completely face-to-face during these times or completely virtual. Like if there wasn't COVID, obviously I'd want to be face-to-face. But given COVID, I like how I think it's over 15 students in a classroom. You're online for one week and then or it splits up in half. So like my class is 20 kids. So 10 of them will be online one week and then in person the next week and it alternates. So I like how they handled that. And then uh, of course, face mask and how Zoom is working. I feel like it's, it's very interesting, obviously, because professors aren't used to teaching students in person and on Zoom at the same time. That was interesting. But So like, are they like in the classroom, like through like, face cam you, you could see everybody mm-hmm. wow so like so like 10 students are in person while 10 are on zoom at the same time and the professors can remember share screens they most of them have i don't know if they're i think every room i could be wrong every room has a tripod and webcam that they can wow. set up Cause i know there's a tripod every room because it's in little storage closets at least for daniel and stewart um and they showed the camera and some of them have microphones some of them chose not to do microphones i guess and they just make it work and it's very interesting but it worked and yeah one thing i did find out as a commuter i'll have a class at nine say nine o'clock nine fifty but then i have one online but then i have one at 10 in person or vice versa i don't have time to get there in time so I've actually been using your old office to do some of my Zoom <laughs> classes in and sit there. The old yeah. <laughs> and yeah, between there or the my desk and the newsroom, I've been back and forth, depending on the okay. office. Okay. All right, old office. I'm yeah, that office. A couple of us have been splitting your office between different times. Me and Anna and I think Laura maybe has been all using your office. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> that is so funny how life works though. That is funny. What I think is so interesting about how the format is, it reminds me of how, like, when I was doing my master's, we basically had that format of half online and sometimes in person. And even as sometimes it was, like, all online. So I see how interesting it is that undergrad people are having to experience that now. Yeah. It's very interesting. But it's very, like, worth it in the end because when you get on to your next step and you get encountered with that type of format, you're going to be ready for it. Oh, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think it, in an odd, very odd way, coronavirus is preparing a lot of students and people in general for many different things. One, whether it be working from home for a job, 
having to have that self-motivation to do it or, um, you know, back and forth or having unexpected changes thrown in your day or, you know, having to, you know, you're getting a little experience of what it's like to live in a different country because some countries do wear masks all the time and for different reasons, but still, and traveling's different for every country. And I feel like coronavirus has given a, given a big, like, let many lessons throughout this year for many people for different reasons. Oh yeah, so. definitely. This is like one interesting thing I said, cause I was asked to uh, be part of the little video selection thing for the seniors uh, to like wish them a good luck. And I had said like, you guys have been through the Rona and you've been able to adapt as sad as it may seem you took what you had and you were able to still run with it and it's all about adaptability at the end of the day because you never know what life's going to throw at you you always just have to be ready and stay somewhat prepared yeah and i think definitely new experiences that everyone is having right now will help them some way in the future like for sure like there is not something in the year 2020 you cannot take with you for the rest of your life. There is something you'll take with you forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll go years from now looking back at 2020 like, oh, man, that was the year. <laughs> yeah, something. That something. was the year. It was something. Well, it's, like, it's like when 2020 hit, everyone was like, all right, new year. Mm-hmm. And then, what? <laughs> like, whether you learn how to use Zoom or whether you learn to stockpile toilet paper when you have the chance, you're going to learn something from 2020. Right. You stockpile your resources and learn how to yes. ration them. Yes. <laughs> Don't be a gluten and re- let them run out. Like, <laughs> sir. Yes, for sure. It's, it's been an interesting year. And I'm interested to see how the rest of it is going to go because, I mean, if we're made in August and all this has happened, goodness yeah goodness can we make it to halloween can we make it to christmas can we make it to thanksgiving <laughs> those and those are three holidays i look forward to every year besides like fourth of july i always have a you know fourth of july was weird because we always have a big family get together with you know food that's been smoked on the smoker all day and right fireworks and so i mean here it wasn't near like there wasn't a lot of restrictions and we definitely did limit what we did. Like we didn't have a whole bunch of food. We had, you know, hot dogs and hot dogs. everybody, but everybody brought a lot of fireworks and we limited the amount of people too. And it was usually would be inside hanging out. It was all outside. It was all like, you know, we had games, like we played cornhole and badminton, everything you can space out and do. Was right. Definitely cornhole and badminton. <laughs> all right. Space out. Then we go together. Yeah. That's what all we right did. Now. And it, it worked out. Fairly well. I mean, it was definitely different not be able to hug your family or, you know, sit next to each other and chill, but at least we had some form of get together on a small scale. So did you have your birthday during the Rona? I did July 24th was my birthday. And do you want to guess what I did? What'd you do? I went and got Chinese takeout and stayed home. <laughs> and usually right. I'm doing something. <laughs> usually we go to the races or have a family get we my family is super tight, so we always have a get together chance we can. Nope, Chinese takeout instead of wow. Yeah, we. Eat. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of my birthday. We just had like the small circle family, just mm-hmm. had, like, a little feast, had macaroni, chicken, all this different stuff. It was just yeah. small, secluded in like the house. That was it. Yeah, yeah my grandparents came over. Or, yeah, I think 
to come over and see me. And um, but yeah, Chinese takeout was my thing. And interestingly enough, I was talking to a um, another friend from high school. Her dad has uh, some health issues where they had to be really careful. And so they haven't been going anywhere whatsoever. Um, store they've had delivered or whatever to their car, all that stuff. And her birthday is the 31st of July, so a couple of days after mine. And I was like, what are y'all doing? And she's like, we're going to eat Chinese takeout. And instead at home, I was like, no, because I'm doing, I'm here right now getting my food. <laughs> so we have both had Chinese takeout for our birthdays. Completely That's unplanned. awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I've like started to go out sometimes, but it's like going like family fishing trips, but we also mm-hmm. always stay social distance and away mm-hmm. from people and we do our best. Yeah. And I have my, like, besides college, I have my immediate circle of family. Of course, my parents, my brothers, my nephews and, you know, their whole family. Cause we all, so essentially my whole side, my dad's family lives on one road. So we're all close anyway. And, you know, so I have a small amount of people from my family like my cousin i go for a walk with every day go outside get fresh air because for a while i wasn't and that definitely made a difference like like my attitude was not getting outside so we made a thing where we're in day it's not raining or storming we go outside and walk and other than that it's my dad mom and my three brothers and their wives and my two nephews that's it <laughs> all right yeah i feel that yesterday was like thundering and raining I woke up. I was like, oh, why does it feel weird today? I was like, oh, I know why. Yep. I actually went outside to go for a walk yesterday. And as soon as I got out there, it started raining. I was like, nope. Called her. My cousin's like, never mind. Don't I, even. Yeah. No, nope. yeah. Yeah. Pick me back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. No. Yeah, nope. <laughs> I, I try and get struck right now. Just... You no, know, we got stuck in the rain. I don't know. I would say back a week or so ago, we were walking. And I'm people like, in our neighborhood i'm really close to like we're not like it's all very back in the country middle of nowhere but you know we know so we know everybody and so it started raining i was like i'm not afraid of getting somebody's carport and stuff there because i know them all and we started to and i knew who it was it's fine but it wasn't really raining hard i was like we can make it i got an umbrella you know cover parts my trailer can get wet and we started going got on my road and when i got a call from my mom and dad we live in the same house but they both called me by accident at the same time. They didn't know each other was calling me and said, get home, it's raining. I was like, I know, I know. So I got a call from both of them. I was like, it's not raining that bad. I'm on my way. I get on my road, downpours. Oh, no. And by that point, me and my cousin are both wearing masks and social distance for walking because it had gotten worse around here. Right. And we're doing it, but we both had a shared umbrella. And so we were like shoulder to shoulder running down the road and pouring rain, trying to get back. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yo, they're protect, protecting the chair, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So like how technologically advanced is your chair? Not good enough. Actually, I think I tweeted something out the other day and said, it's 2020. Why <laughs> isn't my, ch- at least my controller, my chair, waterproof? Like water, yeah, waterproof or not even water resistant. Oh, it's not? Like, it's like, technically, I guess it's water resistant, but like r- too much or one wrong to spot, <laughs> it's fried. And oh. I've had many experiences where I like, it always happens when I go on vacation. The day oh. before I leave, something happens in my chair. And we have my, what I call the wheelchair guy. It's my person that always from Atlanta. 
he'll come here on his day off and fix it, put a temporary part on there, and like we'll give him supper, pay him like extra, whatever we gotta do. Right. I mean, he's always here. Right. But yeah, like it's not I feel like given the technology today, yeah, it should be waterproof or something that I could go right. in the rain or not get stuck in the mud, which they do have what they call track wheelchairs, like a tank uh-huh. tracks. But those are outrageously expensive. Right. Like my chair, you've seen my chair. It is I wanna say thirty grand. Wow. And that's just my wheel. Like this is like semi base model wheelchair. <laughs> that's just semi base model. Semi base model and it's that much. It's ridiculous. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Thank God for insurance. Yes, thank God for insurance. <laughs> for real. Oh my. You would think like they would be water resistant, you know, for that type of price tag, but wow. Yeah. I mean, like, give me a roof or a something closed in. Disclaimer. To- please improve the wheelchair so that Caden can have some improvements so that something. he can go outside. Something. Something. What they offer is a so I use like a shopping bag, a plastic shopping bag. That's mm-hmm. my version of recycling is saving right. cover my chair. Right, right. When it's raining. <laughs> And if I want to get something from a wheelchair company, um, like say mine, if I want to get something that would fit, put your hand under, but you could, and it has a little plastic where you can still see the screen, 60 bucks for a, like a, I don't know how to describe it. Like, um, just like something made out of like t-shirt material, maybe that covers it with a little plastic cutout to see your screen, $60. And it, Especially put your hand very uncomfortable. I didn't buy one. I just use Walmart <laughs> or uh, shopping bags. <laughs> right. So oh, you be trying to be innovative with what you have to make. Yeah, it I'm not gonna spend that much money on something whenever that's basically useless when I have, you know, recycle bags I can use. <laughs> right. Definitely. So, yeah. Please, world, improve on the wheelchairs. Something. Please. Just please. Something. <laughs> something. Please. Please. That's going to be my goal when I get older. I'm going to have my job do whatever, but my side job is definitely, definitely, I haven't even talked about it, disability advocacy and will, like, not just wheelchair, but wheelchair, um, maybe canes or, I don't know, hearing aids, anything that is used with the disability world, because a lot of those things get created, but don't get improved upon as time goes on. Right. They do, but not like other technology or other things would. That's my side. Give me my side hustle is getting things like that. Side hustle. You got to get that side hustle. Yes. Side hustles are like the thing. That leads me on to, you know, you just talked about that. Is that like your next five year plan? Like your next five years plan? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, obviously stick with college. Um, That I have two more years after that or after this year for college. And I I have my YouTube channel. Not that I'm consistent. I want to be working on doing that. Right. And like, so hopefully that'll get up there. I mean, you know, you can always hope and work hard for it. Get some kind of like audience because that'll be, you know, help out tremendously. And then, um, I don't know. My parents have told me for the last year, and not just my parents, other people, that would be a good teacher with mass comm stuff. I was like, I mean, I don't plan on it, but you never know because that's what my yeah. teacher did. She didn't she kind of be at CNN by now or doing something like that. Nope, she was asking about the high school. And I was like, yeah, that'll probably be me 
have some plan, then she'll call me. Hey, I need another person to help. You know, and they'll go hey, by there. I need help. Uh, okay. Something like that. I, I come through. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's a job, and I would enjoy it. I mean, I like exactly. Like, I like helping people, and that would that, that's like the number one way to help people is educate them. And masscom is a growing industry for sure. So that would especially during a pandemic, everybody wants a YouTube channel, which is, that's you know, right. Everybody yeah. wants YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's definitely, definitely growing. So, and I'm don't know how, but my high school in this tiny town had a masscom like department. I don't know how that, I mean, her and four of the students were interested in it. That's how it got started years ago. Wow. But like, and yeah, I don't know how that happened in our <laughs> tiny town. <laughs> And how it grew so popular and so much like donations and grants and stuff put into it where it's a very nice studio. Like, wow. It's okay. crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. crazy. I wonder how that happens. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. I mean, who knows? Who knows what the, what the journey will hold for you? Because maybe one day you may want to go educate in MassCom. Maybe not. Who knows? Oh. But the sky is the limit. Oh, yeah. Figure something out. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I didn't expect I was going to be doing podcasts like this. Or yeah. Or my YouTube. Like, I didn't expect that. No, here I am. I'm doing it. I'm still doing it. Well, I'm making yeah, music. So that's podcast good. Podcast is a new thing, too. I mean, it's relatively new. And I, I love podcasts. Like, all right, you asked me a year and a half, two years ago, what podcast do you listen to? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now I can give you a list of certain things like conspiracy theories and like, right. murder and. Right. Like, inspirational things and rate like my favorite thing is a radio show that i really like puts their radio show onto a podcast and people within that radio station like it's a it's a different dynamic radio station like they're all friends before radio personalities Mm. like none of them had any experience in radio when they started and now it's a nationally syndicated country show and so obviously i like country music so like went from there but Nearly every single person on that radio show has their own podcast, so it branches out. I was like, okay, so those are my li- that's my whole list of things. <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, have that whole list of podcasts now. A year and a half ago, never. <laughs> Would you ever start a podcast yourself? Thought about it. Thought about it for sure. Um, it's something that I'm still thinking about. I'm gonna have semi set up for it. So still planning. And now never thought about zoom using it so that's definitely a thing so oh look at that give you an idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was thinking like audition or premiere and just dumping it from there but Ooh. you know yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i was using this idea because i was looking it up i was like yeah what are the things to use to have a guest on there to make a podcast and i was like oh zoom i could do that i was like okay and then I just had the idea recently. I was like, oh, I could just post the, the video version because now I got like a little green screen background yeah. that I can use and it makes it look more official. So Yeah, definitely. That's in like, uh, I have some ideas of things I want to do. So podcast is definitely up there because I, I like talking. So <laughs> That's good. I could yeah. talk for hours. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so do you have like any exclusive web premiere like content you want to debut on your episode of Talks with AQ? Well, coming up, I have a new, so my YouTube channel is just my name, Caden Elms. So C-A-D-E-N-E-L-M-S. So I have some things already on there. Um, Not going to lie, it might be a little boring because I'm not very ecstatic on these videos. Right. (laughs) But 
Um, I have an idea that I'm working on um, weekly good news, where it's just like, I don't know, four or five pieces of just good news, purely good news, no political things. Whether it could be the best news in the political world, I'm not going to do it. No political, no like negative things, no, you know, bad things that you always hear about on normal news channels. Just like a little, little segment, I guess you'd say, just good news. And eventually build upon that. But that's my main thing is I want to get that done soon. So Welcome here. Caden is bringing the good news. Yes. Working on it. Yes, for sure. Well, that leads me to my like last question for you today. You've been doing really well with answering all of it. And it's been a joy to talk to you. How do you feel? Uh, you know, about our present uh, political climate and ha- where do you hope to see our world moving forward to, like, from all the negativity and all that? Speak your truth. Oh, okay. The best way to put this, I could care less who the person is necessarily, as long as the values are good. You know, there's definitely s- things in 2020 that has happened that needs to be changed and talked about. Um, and I feel like social media and people just in media period has made a big difference already um because you see people i would say people that would not normally get arrested arrested because of you know people on social media fighting against causes and my hope is that we can not be as divided between you know blue and red just be you know all one whatever you want to color you want to be like you know whatever it is right definitely. that you can work together and um be all mismatched it doesn't matter nobody's the same everybody has different beliefs like you know you hear my thing was i heard things from my parents who heard things from their parents and obviously my parents didn't have social media and like the world at their fingertips to do research so they just kind of believed what they heard and that's been more of a battle in recent years for not only me, but people my age and in college. One, you have college, but two, you have the world at your fingertips. You can do your own research, not to listen, and you make your own point of views. And that is going to be the good thing in the world, I believe, is everybody's going to have their own opinions, which is always good, um, as long as you um, as long as you show those opinions respectfully, I feel like. That can be where that can be a downfall. Can be respectful about everything. But I feel like we we that have, you know, have done our own research all have the same consensus as we don't really care what the person looks like that's in charge as long as their morals and values follow what can make the United States or the world, period, a better place. Which sounds very very stereotypical of, you know, make it a better place. But honestly, there is no necessarily perfect way to make it a good place because everybody's going to have their opinions. But if you right. get this general idea of what is good, work towards that. It's my thing. So. Where is to live by right there? You got the knowledge and the gems beyond your years, Caden. And I hope you know <laughs> that. <laughs> to all the listeners, I hope you enjoyed that answer. It was, had a lot of explanation, a lot of good gems to take from. And hey, I'll definitely give a title that gives you justice on the things you've discussed. So before we go, where can everyone find you? Well, my YouTube is, like I said, my name. So there's Caden Elms. Um, interestingly enough, I'm pretty sure my or my Instagram is obvi- obviously underscore it's underscore Caden. 
Um, and I believe my Twitter, I did not come prepared. I believe my Twitter is gnomes underscore Caden, I think. Same. I think. <laughs> but also a lot of my stuff, interestingly enough, is wheelchair king. So I always use that for anything. So that could be any of those. I'm not sure. But I know my YouTube is Caden Gnomes for sure. So Definitely. that's where I plan on putting the content. And my TikTok, right. wheelchair underscore king. That is a good good place is my TikTok. That is a good title. <laughs> good name. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the wheelchair king. Like, All yeah, right. that's how everybody knows. It's me. <laughs> no, you know who it is. It's no one else. This is me. This is my name. Yes. Right there. All well, they thank know you. hasn't been taken. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you, Kaden, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on the show today. Of course, anytime. It's been fun. I love podcasts. First time on a podcast. Oh, so, okay. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm willing to do it anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I am honored, man. And I, I'm looking forward to you coming back on the show. When you have time, we can talk about anything that pertains to you, current events, anything like that. And hey, just have a great, grand time. Yeah, thank you. This is Talks with AQ. And remember, we upload every Saturday with the newest episode. So you'll probably see this at one. So please have a great day. Peace.